Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Natura Org podcast. This is for episode two of season eight of Natura Org Wallamy National Park. I am your host, Mike, and my guest today is the mother of Natura Org, the fan favorite of Wells Slay, an all star, and my favorite Canadian host. We have Sophie uh, with us tonight. How are you doing, Sophie? Hey, good to be here. Hey, Mike. Um, I'm doing really good. I'm glad that I'm your favorite uh, Canadian host, but that is some pretty mean shade to Martina, who is my favorite Canadian host. Oh, well, yeah, that makes <laughs> one of us. Uh. <laughs> thanks, for the, thanks for the great intro. That's really sweet. Yeah, no, I'm excited to get into it and recap this episode. I think it was a, it was a really spicy one. This was... I would say one of the best pre-merge episodes that uh, we've ever had, in my opinion. Yeah, it could have been. It could have been in Wells Gray. It was that good. <laughs> By the end of this season, we will have a new best season of Natura Org. I don't know. It's it's tough. It's tough. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's definitely a really really good um, pre-merge episode. I don't want to spoil too much before we get into it. So. Okay. Saving the good stuff. Well, let's start with, uh, I don't think there's much to talk about here, but was there any real fallout from, I don't think there's any real fallout from last episode to talk about. Like, uh, is there any real fallout from the Mars uh, vote? I don't really think so at all. I think it was a very straightforward, unanimous first vote. Um, and then, yeah, and then it was time for the challenge. Yeah, so we'll just go straight to the challenge, since I don't think there's any spillover from uh, last vote. So this challenge was Puzzle Duels. Uh, we had a best of seven series, with each uh, seven members of each tribe having to do a duel against one another. And this challenge uh, got critiqued for being a little difficult, but... That was by design. We wanted it to be hard because org players are usually good at puzzles. This cast is not. So, uh, Crafty wins 5-2. to two. They win their second straight immunity. What did you think of the challenge? I thought the challenge was... It's one of my favorite challenges that we do. Um, usually we do it with five matchups. And usually we also have kind of like a, a word, like a maze or like, I would say in the past, this challenge has been designed to be a lot easier. Um, but this one was definitely a challenge for some of the players, but not all. Um, I think like Shaylin did really well on the large slide. Um, and uh, yeah, I think we saw a, a big... A variety of um abilities in this challenge but some people really struggled i think especially with this the slide puzzles being called like i think the the easy slide was a five by five not numbered and the hard one was a seven by seven not numbered so I, they were pretty tough puzzles i would have cried and dnf'd yes much earlier than the people ended up <laughs> those were the sizes for the slide and then just so everyone knows the jigsaws the easy jigsaw was 70 pieces and the hard was 198 and then there's a nonogram a sudoku which was a hard sudoku or sudoku 
Sudoku. And they did, I thought the two on the Sudoku did pretty well on it. They did. I, uh, I did it myself and they both beat my time. I, uh, I tested all of these except for the slides, which I looked at and I was like, yeah, no. (laughs) And then the pipes puzzle was a 10 by 10 pipes puzzle. So, yeah, uh, I believe Nanogram, Sudoku, and Pipes had never been done in Natura before, which, uh, I'm a big Nanogram fan. That's if I was in this challenge, I would have jumped at either the Nanogram, probably the Nanogram, then my second choice would have been the uh, Sudoku. Uh, If you were on one of these tribes, which, when they were trying to decide who who was going to do each puzzle, which one would you have jumped at? Yeah, I would have sat. No, um, <laughs> I probably would have. <laughs> I would have gone for the pipes. I think I I really like that puzzle. Um, I think yeah. I I also really like nonograms too. So I would have gone for either pipes or nonograms. And then if I had picked pipes, I would have been like horrified that it was a ten by ten, because <laughs> I only really play like seven by seven. But I I would have uh, I, I probably would have done pretty well. So. Crafty wins five to two. Uh, just real quick uh, recap mm-hmm. of the duels: Ari beat Izzy in the easy jigsaw. Pez beat Unliminal in the hard jigsaw, uh, which was kind of funny because Kez finished that jigsaw and was like, "Wow, I'm rusty. I did horrible," and she won by fourteen minutes. Uh, then Clara beat Renee in the easy slide by half an hour. Shaylin beat mm-hmm. Dag in the hard slide by an hour and 18 minutes. Euphoria. Can we just give a shout out, though? Like, a, just a quick shout out to everybody in the world who doesn't give up. Because, like, I, I play these games for fun. When I am faced with adversity, I just say, like, my time is worth more than this. I'm not going to, like, cry at my screen for a puzzle that I, I can't understand. So, awesome. I'm, like, super proud of Dag for powering through and getting that puzzle anyway because you never know what you're up against in an org it's not like the real game where you're playing alongside all your tribe mates and you can see how they're doing you really have no idea so awesome to finish because you really never know that is true because i absolutely would have given up before i got to it it took dag an hour and a half to do the hard slide there's no world where i would have been continuing to try after an hour and a half at half an hour i would have been like oh i lost this duel i'm out uh that's about my limit too but yeah continue and then it did take 50 minutes on a jigsaw once but uh shaylin uh did that puzzle in less than 12 minutes which is in my opinion pretty pretty fast and i think she might be a uh comp threat but i don't know if anyone really uh realizes that because dag's time was so long that Mm -hmm. that it like there wasn't really a good comparison point for the people who didn't do that puzzle so oh and then just to finish it up uh euphoria won the nonogram andy won the sudoku beating john and alex beat dylan in the pipes dylan dn after that uh, so five two win for Crafty. Uh, I thought one one interesting thing about the reaction uh, from the challenge was John 
being actually really happy with his performance. He said, oh, awesome. Like I lost my matchup, but the tribe won overall. So I don't have that threat target on on me, you know, which I thought was a pretty um, good analysis of like where the tribe is at. But I did want to bring this up that uh, I feel mm-hmm. like since so many orgs are very puzzle heavy, that's kind of what people use to determine who is and isn't a comp threat. Uh, if you see someone's really fast at jigsaws and slides, that's usually how people point to that person and say, oh, they're a comp threat, we have to get them out. But mm. I feel like in the immediate aftermath of this challenge that that didn't happen to any of these players. Like, I didn't think... I didn't see anyone pointing at any of the... Uh, any of their tribe mates and saying, oh, that person's really good at challenges. Yeah, I think that's that's a good observation, and I agree. I, it's it's interesting, and I don't know, one thing, like, it's a little bit of a diversion, but I've noticed, like, just the meta of orgs has been to sort of throw and, like, hide the fact that you are really good at challenges. So maybe people are just kind of not thinking about it in this game because, like you said, it was hard to get an idea for what is a good score on these challenges because the people who didn't win usually like lost by a pretty big margin. So it's really hard to say like, yeah, and there, you know, and there was only yeah. two people in each challenge. So there wasn't that much, there wasn't much of a yardstick either way. Uh, yeah, this is back to back losses for Myri tribe and neither were exceptionally close. They uh they lost this challenge five to two. Kez and Andy got their points. Yeah. And then the first challenge lost by nine points, which out of three judges, nine points is not a blowout, but wasn't I wouldn't call it neck and neck either. So they're uh they're really really behind the eight ball. And I don't know if they're uh how they'll be able to they'll be able to Make it up going forward in the challenge three, but they really have to. Yeah, they they definitely have a lot of work to do. Um, and as we'll see uh, once we get to their tribe dynamics, they have a bit of an uphill battle just from the way everything shook out this episode. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you want it if you were going to move on, but um, I have some thoughts about uh, Crafty's tribe trust chart that we've been collecting yeah so let's move on we'll talk about crafty tribe since that's uh they were the winners uh just in case people need a refresher crafty tribe is alex ari brandon clara euphoria john shaylin and unliminal so crafty mm-hmm. has won both of the first two challenges there's still a tribe of eight uh, their, tr- uh, their trust rankings are very interesting. I said this last episode, but this seems to be a, uh, bit of a jumbled up tribe. There really isn't a clear top and bottom. I said, uh, last episode I was saying that I believe Crefty was much more jumbled and that Myri was more stratif- stratified with a clear top and bottom. If you look at the uh, trust charts, which I don't know if uh, Ben said will uh, publish them for the specs before or after this episode goes live. But Euphoria, John, and Shaylin are all tied 
at an average of four. And then Brandon's only at 4.57. The best is Clara at 2.14, but she's nobody's number one. I noticed that, and I just thought that it was, like, fascinating. It's like, she's at the top of the tribe, but she's still so, so vulnerable because she's not anybody's number one priority. There's always someone else that someone's going to save over her. I, I mean, I, I don't I don't predict that Clara goes early or anything. I think she's a really strong player, but it's definitely really interesting to see. It is very interesting that... So, Ari had Clara number three on her trust rankings. Every other tribe member had Clara at exactly number two. So, everyone has their duo, kind of. Like, Alex and Unliminal have each other number one. Uh... Liminal actually also has Clara and John. So, I just find this find that fascinating. Uh, I think that that could... You think that could be an advantage for Clara, that she won't be seen as a duo. And might not, and people might not even realize that she's... Like, yeah, that she's as, as connected uh, as she especially is. Especially if they never go to tribal. Uh, which is looking like a very <laughs> real possibility. And then get towards the bottom of the tribe. Alex is at the bottom with five point with an average of five point one four. Ari is it has an average of five and Brandon of four point five seven. Uh I feel as though even though Alex is at the uh the bottom of the trust rankings, I feel like Alex isn't actually at the very bottom of the tribe because he has an alliance with Clara and Unliminal for the top two mm-hmm. people on the tribe in the trust rankings. And they both have him ranked very highly. Yeah. And everyone on the tribe has Alex very low, so, which makes me wonder if he's not dedicating time to outside of his alliance. Maybe he's only... Yeah, he's only focusing on his top two. Not, smart when your alliance isn't a majority alliance, in my opinion. But it might work for him because if Clara and Unliminal want to keep Alex around, they probably have the sway to do it. Which would then put Ari and Brandon into the line of fire. Uh, I think that makes sense. It's yes, really getting into uh, predictions, we'll do though. predictions at the end. It's too exciting, though. This, I mean, honestly, when when these charts come out, it, it's a trip. Looking at this crafty tribe, like up and down, are so connected to each other. It is just, it really makes you wonder, like, what is going on. And you haven't had a chance to test out what's going on, which makes it even more interesting. Uh, I did want exactly. to talk about. I believe that this was a new development in this episode. Uh, there was. So last episode, there was one alliance on Crafty, and it was Alex, Clara, and Unliminal. A new majority alliance formed this episode. It is Ari, John, Euphoria, Clara, and Shaylin. What do you think of this uh, new five-person majority alliance on Crafty? 
Ari, John, Euphoria, Clara, and Shaylin. Yeah, I seem to remember reading in someone's confessional about the, uh, yeah, it was John who was writing about how he liked the Alliance, but he would have rather had um, Unliminal in it. So he still has Unliminal at number one, and then um, everyone else sort of below yeah, that. This, um, this Alliance, go on. It doesn't, yeah, sorry, it doesn't seem to hop in. Uh, it's not even got a page of, of messages. This in alliance yet, so. is, uh, in my opinion, just very, it's barely an alliance because if you look at this, feels like Ari, which I'm going to, so I have a criticism for Ari's game here that I know very well because it's exactly what I do in every org that I've ever played. Uh, where you take the, what I tend to, my biggest mistake is, I take the people that I like, and then I assume that they will all want to work together because they all want to work with me, and that's not how people work. And it has gotten me in trouble so <laughs> many times in so many orgs, and when I, do, when I play my next org, it'll get me in trouble again because I will never learn this lesson. <laughs> And I feel like that's what Ari did here. Where she seemed to take her four favorite people and just kind of stick them in an alliance. And if you look at everyone else's trust rankings, they aren't each other's five group of five. So. True, true. Reminds me of reminds me of my like birthday parties when I was a kid. Like, yes, yeah, so like, a random oh, collection the, of these are my all high school my friends. Fr or the, these are my friends from school, and then these are my family yeah. friends, and then these are my friends from summer camp. Yeah, and yeah, none these of these groups from of gymnastics. people really go yeah. together, <laughs> and they don't. They might. They don't hate each other. I don't see any like real rivalries on the tribe or anything. But they just. Yeah, they just wouldn't yes. really, they wouldn't come together naturally. So, yeah, I think, like, that might spell doom for, for this alliance. And I, I mean, we'll see, you know, if if they do end up going to tribal. Um, maybe this alliance will make some moves. If they don't end up going to tribal and there's a swap down the line, maybe this alliance is something that they will use to target like each other. Jaylin you know? is in, in that alliance, but, but her number one is Brandon. John's in that alliance, but his number one is Unliminal. So, it's just uh, uh, very interesting to me. Uh, and then, if you also look at Clara, she there's now two alliances on Crefty. Uh, She's in both of them. And I believe is she in an alliance with every single player now? Or no, Unliminal isn't... Yeah. Except Brandon. She is, Brandon except is that Brandon alliance, is, she is in an not alliance in with any every alliance. Other player. Yeah. So, that does... But but Brandon's number 300 yeah. trust rankings. Uh, yeah, and I mean, yeah. let's just wait until they, they go to Tribal at some point, and then we'll see those... Those alliance numbers go up. I mean, currently there's two alliances on yeah, the tribe, and the very, alliances uh, don't even have names. 
just <sighs> probably shouldn't say this, but I kind of hope they lose because I I just want to see where this tribe actually stands because I think it's very interesting. But oh yeah, the one truth and survivor is yeah, never know what truth really is until people put uh, pen to paper. Exactly, and that's why uh, yeah, you I'm should never throw a challenge. Anti, uh challenge throwing. Uh, I wish that more people got uh, Drew Christie yeah. for it. That was the guy in uh, San Juan del Sur, I think. Uh, oh, did he throw challenges? I don't remember. Was that the one where he just like, no, no, that was tossed uh, a puzzle piece off in into San a bush? Del Sur, there was a guy that that he was in charge of the tribe so he threw a challenge to get someone out and then they voted him out like almost unanimously uh yeah that's right yeah, yeah. Well, exactly right you just don't know don't put yourself in that position to be voted out it's like in big brother people who volunteer yeah, to go up on the block like don't do that want, <laughs> you know the more rounds that you're safe the higher the likelihood of you winning game it's not a guarantee I do think you want to be as safe as possible. It's called Survivor. I mean, just survive. But uh, yeah, so I, I mean, when it comes to surviving, Crafty Tribe is doing really well, but we kind of wish they weren't because it would be really great to see, as Mike says, all the fireworks that will happen if they go so to we'll tribal, back around if to, we uh, get give so our lucky, predictions at the end of the episode. But I think, uh, if you're good, I think we can move on to the married tribe uh, dynamics. Which, uh, oh, yeah, I'm great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have whiplash from from the day. I mean, I think there's like nuances that I probably couldn't even catch because everything was moving so fast and. I will say that not that many of them were that great at keeping us um, up to date in their confessionals about it, but uh, yeah, it seemed that they were all busy working on. really hard Most of it socially. Was going on in DMs. Uh, I would like like to see. Wish it's just someone would share their DM counts. It's like Clara on a uh, uh, crafty tribe shared her DM counts, and they were all very high. And I would like to see it for Mari. But, uh, so, Myers got voted out in the last episode, which left Myri Tribe with Andy, Bell, Dag, Dylan, Izzy, Kez, and Renee. And, uh, Dag was voted out at the end of this episode, leaving Myri Tribe with six members. Uh, so, coming into this episode, there was a four-person alliance on Myri. Of Andy, Belle, Izzy, and Kez. And what I found really interesting about that alliance coming into the episode is that many of them didn't have each other as their top three. So I thought that that was, even though they had a, on the surface they had what appeared to be a solid majority alliance where they were going to be safe to a swap, Below the surface, I thought there was cracks. And the alliance was put to the test in this episode, and it ended up 
I think it became a much stronger alliance by the end of this uh, vote. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. I'm back. My computer crashed, but I'm back on my AirPods to finish being Mike's guest. So, so back to you, Mike. Uh, so I was saying that uh, Myri Tribe has a... Coming into this episode, they had a uh, four-person majority alliance of Andy, Bell, Z, and Kez. And I thought that this episode, that this uh, alliance was very interesting after episode one, because on the surface, they were in a solid majority on a tribe of seven. But if you looked at their individual trust rankings, no one had each other. They didn't have each other as their top three. So I thought that there was potential cracks. And what I think that the events of this episode ended up doing is actually solidifying that alliance. Yes, which... Yeah, that's the possum foursome. I, mean, I can't pets, judge, right? but org, I think just in general that org uh, players are pretty bad at naming alliances. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're always, you get into the alliance chat and you're like, oh, we need to... Names come up with a name, and the first name you think of is usually what sticks. Yeah, well, I don't need people to know that I'm creative. Uh, that you are. I, as a, I've seen as a creative hand. challenge beast. So, so, uh, Mars was voted out last episode unanimously. I thought that, uh, that if they lost again, that Dag would be voted out, and I thought it would be unanimous. It was, uh, it was not. Dag ended up uh, leaving this mm -hmm. episode, but it was an absolute mess of a vote. It was way, it was way harder than it had to be so, to get to the same result. The real that turning was point expecting. of this episode for this tribe is they lose the challenge. They go to their possum foursome chat. Chat. They all agree that it should be Dag, which I wasn't shocked because he was at the bottom of all of their trust rankings. At uh, last episode, it was him and Mars. But the big turning point is. They decide, oh, you know what? We'll just tell him. We, 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 sh we don't need to blindside him. That's mean. There's a reason <laughs> that you lie to the boot survivor. Yep. Famous last words. Honestly, like... Just and doesn't just feel good to. a lot you of the time. You just have to lie. That's you have what the game's to. about. And... They decided not to, and Dag showed same determination that he showed in finishing a slide puzzle that took him an hour and a half. Where he said, okay, I'm going to spend these 24 yeah. hours. I don't know Absolutely. if he slept. He was just working the phones, trying to get the vote off of him. And I think that there was potential ways that he could have done it. But, uh, so, I'll just go over this. 
No, I think. Do you think Bell he made a mistake? Crack. Do you think he made I a think mistake? That Bell was the Bell? person that could have been voted out. I believe that the mistake mm-hmm. was uh, deciding to work Andy uh, to flip instead of trying to work Kez. Because I think that was the big mistake that Dag and Renee made. So Renee went to battle with uh, Dag to try to save him. They made, I believe Renee made the uh, Dag, there's a Dag, Kez, Andy, and Renee alliance, and a Renee, Dag, Dylan, and Andy alliance. Uh, It seemed pretty early trying to decide this vote that they decided that Andy was the person who could flip because Andy likes Dag and talked to him a lot. But it is, I think that Kez was the person they could have flipped because uh, Kez wasn't too high uh, uh, with Bell. Kez really liked Renee before this episode. If you look at Kez's previous trust rankings, Renee was second. And... I think that Andy at uh right now is kind of like a pocket vote for Kez. Uh Andy has said that he likes to play these games to make friends first and that winning comes second. And he said in his uh confessional earlier today that him and Kez are at the point of becoming genuine friends, which leads me to believe he's not going to betray Kez because he was here to make friends and he's made his friend. So I think that that was their mistake was they started to work Andy and that made Kez think, oh, you're, you know, you're basically trying to blindside me by uh, flipping the vote onto Bell without involving me. Kez seems to like to be in control. And that actually solidified her bond with her alliance because she ended up going to bat for them because she was mad at Renee and, uh, mostly Renee, for uh, not involving her. And I think that was the mistake that that side made. What did you think? Yeah, so I really think that Renee did make a mistake not looping Kez in because uh, Kez had been the one to tell Renee um, last episode about that big alliance. So... I think has definitely felt betrayed by Renee. I think, um, or sorry, Kez will feel betrayed by Renee after, after this episode. Um, and yeah, I think, I think your analysis is spot on with that. And it is kind of sad to see the sort of decline of Kez and Renee being a sort of under the radar duo, um, you know, they were kind of hoping for in the last episode. I think they built some trust with each other, sharing the information about the Alliance last episode, and then the actions surrounding the vote this episode yes, um, that, that for probably sure happened. impacted that trust uh, quite a bit. And now if you look at them, uh, Renee and Kez seem to be at each other's throats a little bit, to, to the point where uh, Kez actually seemingly very strongly considered trying to switch the vote onto 
uh, onto Renee couldn't because uh, Izzy went offline because of uh, time zone differences. <clears throat> so, may if Izzy was online, it may have been Renee who got voted out instead of uh, instead of Egg because uh, as viewed Renee as the one who was causing this big mess with the vote. Uh, then I don't really understand why Dylan voted for, uh, yeah. Oh, instead of, uh, instead of Dag, unless, I guess Andy may have just lied to Dylan and said that the vote was on, uh, on Dag, or on, uh, Bell. I think that's what it looks like because I think almost everybody was blindsided at that tribal. You know, I think that the people who thought that it was going to be unanimous on DAG were surprised that it wasn't. The people who voted uh, with DAG in the minority were definitely surprised that they were in the minority. Um, and I was actually surprised too. I honestly, like, I was working on uh, like finalizing the next challenge and I was not caught up with like where everyone was at with submitting their votes so i was just sitting there with the metaphorical popcorn watching tribal and honestly when it came down to three and three i didn't know what way it was gonna go so um yeah i mean it was a great tribal but i i do think everyone except andy who switched um his vote to vote dag out yes so um and i think walked away from that tribal a little bit gobsmacked uh dylan egg and renee that he was with them and that he was going to vote Bell out and blindside the other four members of the Alliance. I don't think he was ever actually considering that. And it was just a lie the whole time. Uh, and he voted out. He voted with uh, the Possum Alliance. Possum Foursome. And Renee was very upset. Uh... Did you uh, catch uh, directly after Tribal, Dylan comes back to camp and calls a tribe meeting and tells everyone about every alliance, which, so every alliance on the tribe is now completely public knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> you're, uh, you're, you're spoiling your lead-in for next uh, episode, Mike. This is spillover. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that this was a tribal that really had people talking after. Um, I think Dylan is like a Big Brother fan and was just sort of calling a house meeting and, and we, love, we love to see it. Um, I like uh, upfront gameplay like that. And I think for the second tribal of the season, we saw some really good gameplay. I mean, Dag was really impressive and he left with a good attitude. Um, and, you know, we wish him the best. And I, I hope he goes on to play other orgs in the community. Uh, and Dag, uh, we see lots more of him. And, I mean, uh, Dag for uh, Rob's season. I think that he was robbed to an extent because if Izzy was online, he may not have gone. And then he also... I do think he had a path to be saved. But, uh... So Kez said earlier in the episode a couple times that... She was open to Bell or Egg 
because she felt as though the only reason Dag was on the chopping block is because Bell was more strategically aggressive, not because of social bonds. And then it was after Renee tried to pitch Andy that Kezset decided that, it, that she had to stick with the uh, four-person alliance. So... Uh, there were things that happened outside of Dag's control that led to his elimination, and it's it's sad when that happens, but it does happen in most eliminations. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I would like to also point out for the record that Dag did say that he had predicted pretty much what happened was that there was a big four-person alliance that started earlier that he wasn't in on and um he i think you know he probably just feels like he missed the boat on creating that alliance and um we'll see how that alliance plays out as we move into the season but i think as you said early in the episode it was a great think, episode uh, for the possum the big winners possum gang, of this tribal group my opinion are bell and izzy even uh because Is he won by being? I do think that they're the big (laughs) winners because sometimes that's how you win. Into this episode, I felt as though as and Andy were kind of in the middle because they both had connections with the people outside of that alliance, and that they were going to decide at some point whether it's either at their next tribal or. like if they had lost this round, next round, that at some point Kez and Andy would have to decide who is going. They were going to side with and who would be in control. And they did decide this episode, and they chose uh, Bell and Izzy. So I feel as though Bell and Izzy are in much much safer positions than they were just uh, just one episode ago. And then, meanwhile, I think that uh, the person whose stock fell the most was Renee. Very, very, it pains me to say because Renee has quickly become one of, if not my favorite player on this cast. But uh, Renee's amazing. Renee is delightful. Despite that she complains all the time, and I just find it like I, just, um, I think she's very likable. Uh, I find it endearing. Uh, I don't know energetic. why <laughs> she just has I like really quality. like Renee. She's one of my favorites, but I think that she came into yeah. came into this episode as one of the most powerful people on the tribe, and because of her because of her own mistake, a misstep, uh, overplaying, uh, trying yeah. to save Dag, and then also. Even within that, uh, making some strategic errors. Even within that hole, uh, I think Renee is possibly the next boot. If they lose again, it would probably be her, or Dylan, and I think it would might depend on uh, how some smoothing over process goes. But stock fell a lot for me, and uh, which is last episode, me and Anushka both had Renee as among our top four uh, winner picks.
Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I drafted Renee, so I'm a big fan. Um, but I agree with you. This, this was a pretty bad episode for Renee. I have my fingers crossed that um, we get to see Crafty uh, at Tribal this next episode that's coming up next week on Survivor. But um, I think, I, yeah, I, I like that analysis of um, Belle and Izzy's positioning right now because being the lesser visible duo in a majority quartet on a six-person tribe is a pretty nice place to sit. So I, I think you're absolutely right that Renee or Dylan are on the chopping block. Um, hopefully Renee can turn on that charm that we know she has um, and save her her butt. Um, there was, yeah, there, I think that's all I have to say about the the tribe. I don't know um, if, uh, how many 4 Probably should have been a unanimous vote was a 4-3. The one thing I uh, just wanted thrilling. to add that is... Uh, so the uh, Possum Alliance... That, or possum foursome, whatever I can't remember. They uh, possum foursome. So they are they run this tribe now. That's uh, it. As long as they can avoid losing three more times as a tribe, think that they will be safe. But if if there is a swap, which obviously we know if there is, cancel all the swaps. <laughs> If there is a swap or a merge, I don't know. I don't pay attention. Uh, <laughs> they will immediately get sold under the bus and pegged as a uh, as an alliance because everybody knows that those four are are an alliance now, and that the, the battle lines have been drawn. Have been drawn as clearly as you can possibly yeah. make them, and that is very good for them right now not mean it will be good for them long term and it could uh paint them as uh easy targets in the future distant future so i think that we'll just wrap this up with predictions so uh yeah we'll start with this uh so the wavelengths challenge is up next uh just uh, who do you think's gonna win the uh, win the challenge? I mean, it's it's one of those challenges where anyone could win. Uh, it's kind of an equalizing challenge. So Crafty is sitting two players. They cannot sit Brandon first two times in a row. So, um, I think the matchups. You know, we had them pick it themselves, um, which is the challenge in and of itself. Um, I don't think I can even make a prediction, honestly. I'd, I would say that Crafty has organized themselves really quickly to get started on doing the challenge, which I think bodes well for them. Um, but also, Myrie was dealing with the aftermath of that electric tribal that happened. Um, so I don't I don't have any predictions at all. I, I think everyone's going to have a good time. Uh, this, um, and, you know, this, this weekend is Mother's, Mother's Day, Day, so that's also but, uh, good. Uh, I'll um, give a prediction. I think Crafty's going to win. I, I think that they're uh, just... I think that they're just a better, more organized tribe. And I'm probably going to pick them to win every challenge until they lose you think one. Crafty's going to win. Uh, yeah. 
I like your optimism. Yeah, or until they don't exist anymore. No, I, I, I think you're right, but I'm gonna say that Myrie wins. Um because I love to root for an underdog. I love an underdog and this is a fun challenge. And I also predict that they heal their strife and drama through the joy of playing games with friends. And my overall prediction for the season, in case I don't get a chance to host again, is I think the Possum Forsum is going to win uh, um, I would like Alliance, to best alliance uh, of the season. I see them going really far together. If they lose. Mari loses, and then if Crafty loses, who would you pick for each tribe? If they lose, okay. Um, if Mari loses, I think Dylan might go. Um, just because I I can't bear the thought of Renee going. Um, and also, I do think that people might see Dylan as more of a threat than Renee. Um, if Renee has already proven to be kind of messy. Um, yeah. And then over on Crafty, um, I think it might be Brandon or unfortunately Ari going if they go to tribal, but that is, I think as we discussed, at length, that, that one is so hard to predict. Pretty, what about you? I'm pretty certain with that. Uh, I hope I'm wrong. I've, Okay. I we both Pretty love Renee. Say that. A lot of the specs uh, love Renee. In the same voice chat uh, that I'm in. But I just think she's <laughs> there's two clear targets on that tribe, and I think that yeah, the people in power have more reason to want Renee out than they uh, have to want Dylan out. In my opinion. So I think if they lose, that Renee will uh, go out. And I hope they don't because. She yeah. can survive this. I, I still think she has a lot of potential to possibly turn this around and make a very deep run. But it's going to be tough. And then for Crefty, I would yeah, she say turn this Brandon around. is my pick for Crefty. Well, He's the only one who isn't in an alliance. And uh, there seems to be more of a mixed uh, feeling on him. He does have people who like him. Shaylin has him number one in her trust rankings. He's number three for Clara. Uh, but I think you're right that the clear bottom three in the trust ranking averages are Brandon, Ari, and Alex. And I'll I'll trust Ari and Alex to have uh, they're both in alliances that their alliance members will manage to insulate them. And I'll say Brandon goes if crafty uh goes to tribal but that tribe it's all uh it's all uh you know, kumbaya right now but i feel as i f just feel that if they lose that tribe's going to disintegrate quick and uh just for fun uh give me one pick one winner pick it right is now. something waiting to happen for sure There's an excellent pick. Uh, I'm going to stick with Kez because I One picked her pick. as um, my winner pick in my draft. And Clara. she's still playing very well, so I'm going to ride her until uh, till it starts to go bad.
so fair. And I also have to shout out my boy John too, because he is a really good player. And while he has been under the radar and climbing the ranks in the trust, um, in his in Crafty Tribe, I'm the other reason I want to see Crafty go to Tribal Council is because they have some players on that tribe. Like Brandon has played a ton of orgs. Shaylin has played a ton of orgs. Um, Clara and John are both like amazing players, like very strategic and social. So, I mean, so, I I do agree with you. Uh, like, I don't think we're gonna get it, but yeah, that, that uh, we tribe deserve is, it. And that's my that's final a stacked say. roster. If you look at that tribe, uh, so I I do hope we get to see them attend at least one tribal instead of uh, a roar situation. Although having all those players make the merge would also be very fun. Uh. But I think that's everything. Uh, uh, was there anything you wanted to add, or are we good to wrap this up? I think we're good to wrap this up. Thanks so much for having me. It was great yes, to all recap the, technical the episode difficulties, with you, and I apologize But luckily, you are the only person my, in the, in the org who knows how to fix these connectivity things. Connectivity issues. So, uh, you'll fix them in post, it. and it'll... Uh, It'll be seamless. So uh, I think that does it uh, for my guest, Sophie. I'm Mike. And uh, thank you all for listening to another episode of the Nature Org podcast. We'll uh, see you next time for episode three. And uh, bye. Bye.